0: Why, hello there, my fellow kings and queens. Welcome to the Dynasty Monarchy Podcast, where you will learn how to rule over your Dynasty League for years to come. Now, allow me to introduce you to your hosts, Max, Peter, and Jace. Here we go, episode 11B of the Dynasty Monarchy Podcast. Uh, before the show starts, I do want to apologize. I don't have my normal mic, so in case your host for this evening or this morning by the time you listen, sounds a little different. I do want to apologize for that. Uh, forgot to pack it. Uh, but we have a great show for you, 11B. We have Jace, Max, the usual suspects on. Uh, we're going to be going through some bets for the week. where We got Mortal Locks back, and we're going to run through our player props. Before we get started, do you guys have anything you wanted to to say before we get into the episode
1: yeah just real quick you know i feel like a, a good host would have remembered their mic and brought it along and just always been true. It, you know, so i'd probably have to take away a, a win from your record actually and give it a to win from- and give it to jace <laughs> hey look it's never about
0: my record you know i'll be the i'll be the head coach getting interviewed at halftime it's not about <laughs> my record it's about our record true and how we are doing as a podcast together If you bet with us, you are up 191%. You know, if you bet a hundred bucks, you have an extra, basically 200 profit. That's literally insane. So who's to say that we don't got it like that. And we are going to get into our mortal locks, which is probably my favorite segment, just because I've done so well. Uh, But we are going to get into humble humble brag, humble brag. (laughs) Hey, look, sun doesn't shine forever especially That's in right. sports gambling. So you, when you're hot, you got to you got to admit that you're hot because it's not going to last forever. But mm-hmm. the sun always rises. The sun does always rise. It's highs and lows, but <laughs> enough digression. We're the Digression Monarchy Podcast. Every episode we start <laughs> off like this. DMP. DMP stays DMP. the same. That's right. Uh, but we are going to get into it right now. Uh, we are going to start with our mortal locks of the week. And... I want Max and Jace to do heads or tails for who goes first. So, who wants to call it? Jace I'll got call it. it. I'll call it. Heads. It is tails. Max. So, Max gets the choice. Terrible, terrible radio, by the way, not being able to show everybody the call. But
1: now we do our best. Uh, I will defer. Uh, I'll go in the middle. Oh, he
0: defers. The snake draft.
1: <laughs> sure all right, all so, so we'll start with you all right
2: so uh first pick i got on the board is a spread pick and i got the chargers covering uh four at home against the patriots they are four and two against the spread i know there's no austin eckler but um I, i'm just really not that scared of that patriots defense anymore um i think the chargers are coming off a lot uh coming off a loss here too so um, I think a big bounce back game is in store. I think a big game is in store for uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. So I'm rocking with this one. Hopefully we can uh, get this one right.
1: Yeah, I like that one a lot, Chase. I think the Patriots are kind of fraudulent and I feel like Chargers. You said it's at L.A., right? Yep, in L.A. Yeah, and they're coming off a bye week last week, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, that's when no, no, no. bye week.
0: No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, I thought you were yep. talking about the Patriots. The Patriots are coming off their Jets
1: bye. Sorry, yes they, they both technically <laughs> had week, so they both had their bye week last week yeah but i i like that pick a lot and i think i i think four points is like if they're gonna win they're gonna win by more than four i don't see them winning by a field goal or less to be honest so
0: all right so we will get into my spread pick and i'm hedging my fandom this week i really am uh we got the Bengals. At the Jets, the Bengals are 11 and a half point favorites. Earlier in the week, it was nine and a half when there were, you know, certain questions about who was going to play. But it's looking like there's going to be no Corey Davis out on the field uh, for the Jets as well as no Zach Wilson. I really don't see the Jets putting up more than 14 points in this game. The implied point total is going to be 27-16. The way the Bengals offense has looked, I really see them just completely stomping on the Jets and bullying them all night. Uh, and then I can see Twitter going into the, you know, fire Sala fire Douglas. I'm just, I'm seeing it in the future. I'm oracling right now. Um, but I, I wouldn't put it past the Jets to really put up a stinker this week and lose 100% by 12 points.
2: Cool. I like that one too, man. Things are not looking good with Mike White under center.
1: It's, it's pretty bad with Mike White, man. Are we going to talk about his uh, his under Jason? Do you have that in there or now, Do you want to mention what it is?
2: No, I don't have it in the doc, but I'll throw it out there. Um, I got Mike White um, under 219.5 um, passing yards. And I think anything over 200 at this point is just a gift. Like, I think it'll be a shocker
0: if he gets like 175. Yeah, yeah I can honestly see him getting pulled for, yeah. uh, for the – backup i can't remember who the backup to the backup is but they just activated him off the uh off the practice squad yeah and the no Corey davis is just a cherry on top so
1: elijah moore coming out party coming no, out. michael see carter way. michael carter coming out
0: party yeah
1: they're I gonna to run to the when they're up on them
0: uh-uh they're gonna i can i smell the dump down Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Don't, don't mm-hmm. tell me that I smell the dump, actually. That's, that's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> you got a good sniffer on you, Peter.
0: <laughs> oh, big sniffer. All right. So, Max, let's hear your spread of the week.
1: Yeah, my spread of the week was actually um, kind of gifted to me by Peter in group chat. But at Tennessee plus three at Indianapolis, I think the Colts are just due for a regression, to be honest. I think Carson Wentz has been playing way too g- well. Um I think Tennessee's been looking very, very good. I get there's no Julio Jones, but Taylor Luong should be back. Derek Henry, AJ Brown, the usual suspects, as Peter would say on the show. Um, I, I think Tennessee plus three, that's a that's a really that's a gift right there.
2: Yeah, I like that one a lot. I think, you know, last season you're you're looking at the same team as last season, you know, down Julio Jones, but I don't think that makes much of a difference. Their offense looks really good right now. Um and I just like them to win straight up. So the fact that they're
0: getting points is fantastic. Is it three or three and a half? It's at three flat. Ugh. That's how you know. Anytime a line is set in the in stone, that's when mm-hmm. the odds makers aren't confident. I, I love the pick, Max. And we'll snake draft it like we always do back to your over-under.
1: Yeah, my over-under is uh, one of my favorite bets actually in a long time. It's the Panthers versus Falcons. Uh, over-under is 46 and a half. I consider this division, I don't know if we've talked about it on the, on the show, but the NFC South, I just feel like it's always a shootout. Whatever like these teams play each other, like the games are just so high-scoring. And the Falcons' defense is just terrible. I get the Panthers might be getting Stefan Gilmore to play. The only thing that scares me is that Sam Darnold has looked very, very bad. But I think the Falcons themselves can put up like 20-plus points, and I think the Panthers can as well. So I really like the over-under it in this game of 46 and a half, the over, I mean, I should say can't pick both. The
0: the over, (laughs) the over looks pretty juicy. Kyle Pitts looks like he's been unlocked. Calvin Ridley's completely firmly back now, you know, two weeks back into the system after he took his little leave of absence, Matt Ryan's solid, you know, Cordell Patterson's kind of tapered off a little bit, but I I feel like he could get it going again and that, Carolina offense is very explosive and it just hinges on one guy and it's, it's Mr. Sam Darnold. So I, I think divisional he'll, he'll reel all the Carolina fans back into thinking he's the guy this week. And then he'll he'll lead them on for another couple of weeks. But, all right. So we're going to get back around to my over under of the week. I have, you know, I feel like this team always finds a way to get in the show somehow in our betting. Maybe it's our Northeast Ohio bias uh i'm i'm riding with two ohio teams this week both the Bengals and the browns both orange teams give me the browns minus four uh not minus four sorry over under 42 and a half i'm slamming 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 the over in this game the implied point total is 23 19 uh i see divisional matchup cleveland's defense isn't playing up to scratch pittsburgh uh i believe they're off a bye week am i correct in that Pittsburgh off a bye, got to figure something out with Big Ben and the protection. Uh, I can see a Deontay Johnson like bomb or like a Chase Claypool nuke to get some free points uh, in the matchup. I just feel like anything under that like 43 line is one of those where you just got to slam the over and just pray. So I I really, in the range of outcomes, I, I see very few outcomes where this actually goes under, especially with Nick Chubb being back.
1: No Dumzel Ward as well. So I think the Steelers can score at well whenever they want. So I like that a lot, Peter.
0: Yeah. And really quick. So let's say this this line's right now sitting at 42. Mm-hmm. Would you take the over at 46?
1: 46 and a half or 45 and a half.
0: 46 and a half. So it would be the implied point total would be 2521.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I think I'd still play that.
0: I, I, I really would too. Play.
2: I'm like really feeling like a, like a 28 to 24 outcome for this game. Honestly, like, um, I think that could easily go over, but don't listen to me. I've been wrong on that yeah. all year
0: <laughs> for any of our listeners that love the, uh, the ones where you're able to move the lines. I'm just saying I wouldn't be opposed to even pushing that line a little bit further on the oh, over yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: trying to get some more pay.
2: Yeah.
1: I like it. No need to get greedy now, Peter.
0: This is true. <laughs> Vegas wasn't built on winners. This right. is very true, Peter.
1: <laughs> Jace, what do you er, what do you got?
2: Uh, yeah, for my over under, I got the Bucks uh, at the Saints. The over under is set at forty eight and a half. Uh, implied point total is twenty two twenty seven, favoring the Bucks, and I think this one's easily going to hit the over here. Um, I'm not buying too much into the narrative of you know Jameis's revenge game, but I think, you know, that Buccaneers secondary is bad enough where he's going to be able to put up points with the weapons that he has. I think Kamara's going to hit a huge game through the air. Um, I think our boy, um, man, what's his name? And why am I blanking? Marquez Calloway? Marquez Calloway. I think this is a good game for him to catch a deep bomb from Jameis. Um, I just think, you know, the Buccaneers, I don't think they're going to struggle at all to put points up. Because um, you're going to have to do it through the air against New Orleans, and Tom Brady's look phenomenal this season. So, I think anything under 50 points is criminal for this game.
1: I, I and it's an NFC South game. We like the shootouts in the NFC South. So, mm-hmm. at least one. I think one of our NFC South matchups should hit the over. I really do. Yeah, yeah let's but, hope so. Uh, 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 the listeners are hoping
0: too.
1: <laughs> for sure. All right,
0: that is going to be our mortal locks. If you follow us, you win money and not only double, almost triple your money. So listen, start listening, start figuring out how to download a sports betting app in your region, if it's legal. Uh, And again, at the end of the day, 1-800-GAMBLER, if you do have a gambling problem. Uh, We are going to move on to our player props section. I know it's a little bit of a quicker show today, but we know you're trying to listen to this right before the games and get all your information in quick and concise. So I feel like we're going to go with the same exact, uh, snake draft order. I I love it. So I want to hear Jay. So I want to hear your first player prop on the week. Yeah. So my first player prop is
2: James Robinson over 71 and a half rushing yards. Um, so since, you know, week three, he's kind of taken over this backfield fully. Once we saw that Carlos Hyde, um, healthy and active, um, But he has been over this line in the last four games since taking over the backfield. The Seahawks are giving up the six most running back rushing yards, which is 112 per game. Um, And in the four games since taking over the backfield, James Robinson has averaged 17 carries per game, 97 rushing yards per game, and 5.7 yards per carry. On the season, his yards per carry is 5.34. So, if he's getting his average workload, which is 17 carries, and his average yards per catch on the season, 5.34, he's set to smash this line um, at about 91 yards. So, just an average day in the office for this guy, and he's going to smash this.
1: Yeah, I really like what you said about like when Carlos Hyde was the healthy and active James Robinson. I feel like just took that next step, and I just think it's criminal that they drafted ETN because we can see we see every week that James Robinson can do it. And when they fully unleash him and everything, I feel like 74 yards is just, like, it's so low for him. And that's literally one run, I mean, easily.
2: Yeah, so the line, the latest one I got, it was at 71.5, but I would play this one up to um, 74.5 to feel really safe. But truthfully, if it does go up to about 79.5, I I probably could still play this one, honestly. Like, I think he's going to go over about, you know, 85 yards for this one, if not a hundo
0: game. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% with you here. Uh, James Robinson's looked incredible, especially with the reliance on him with no Travis Etienne. Maybe Urban Meyer started thinking with the right head, not the other kind of head that is found on his body somewhere, uh, and is <laughs> feeding him the rock now. So, Good
2: one.
0: Yeah, yeah they're
2: they're, uh, they're coming off a bye this week, too, so you'd like to think, you know, they got a lot of scripted plays drawn up for them and uh,
0: to get them out in space early and often. All right, so my player prop of the week is Dallas Goddard. He is slated at 49.5 over under on his yardage. Now, he averages, I believe, it's 16 – no, 18 yards per reception. That's his average on the season, obviously – he used to be a very big boom bust, kind of tight end. He caught a ball like 30 yards over the middle, but with it uh, with Zach Ertz leaving, he's now seeing over 90 percent of the target share. So I was running some EVs on it. He averages this year around four or five receptions per game. Now with uh, the vacated targets that we find from Zach Ertz, with also there being no Miles Sanders there. Ertz averaged about six or seven targets a game. Mm. So when you combine both of those, and I even round it down, we're going to average that he gets about six catches a game at his yards per catch average of 18 yards per catch. That comes out to 108 total yards. So all he would need theoretically is three catches. So when you run the math on it, I am actually in love with this line. I feel like I would be perfectly fine setting the line at even 65 or 70 so many yards in this Eagles offense go to the tight end and with Goddard seeing 93 percent of the snaps last week and only getting five targets due to a great Raiders defense I feel like against the Lions it's only going to go through the roof
2: yeah I love that one I wish his catches prop weren't set so low early this week because now nobody can bet on it but yeah, I think this is going to be a fantastic week for Goddard. A lot of play action, get the ball in his hands and let him run. So I think he's going to smash this yardage. Um, like you said, anything, you know, in the 60s, I'd still even be
0: willing to play it. I really think this is your last chance to trade for him too, before he gets completely unleashed in this offense. Yeah, most of Like him and Ertz together, were, I think we're a top three tight end if you combine both players. And now that mm-hmm. Ertz is gone, maybe he can really finish top – five upside for the rest of the year. Definitely.
2: I mean, he's fantastic when he gets the ball in his hands too. I mean, he's not just one of those catch and fall down tight ends. He makes things happen.
1: What would you guys feel comfortable paying for him? I would
0: definitely do a second easily in any yeah. league.
2: I think I paid two seconds for him this previous off season. That's probably, that's probably my price right there. You know, maybe be some extra on, Yeah. If I had to throw a little bit extra on top too, a couple thirds or, a depth play or like a real young depth player, or something like that,
1: you can probably convince me. Of yeah, that too. so like two seconds and Cole Comet. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: smash, smash, smash.
1: Well, you, you, you said you'd pay a second.
0: I said, I said a second's a steal.
2: Yeah, if you found the right people not paying attention after last week, I think he only caught three balls, you know, so he, he caught three balls on five targets for 70 yards, right? Yeah, so. And then Decent he game.
0: saw 93% of snaps still. Yeah, no. He'll be a future player for them. 100%. Wouldn't doubt he finds his way into the end zone, too. I like that
1: one, too. Should get a little parlay going in here, Peter. The go-dirt parlay. <laughs> the the club- goat dirt <laughs> parlay. Since we're talking about touchdown scores, my, I have uh, two player props here. One's a parlay, one's just a straight bet. I think my first one that I'll do, I get the snake, so I'll just do two in a row here, is DeAndre Swift anytime touchdown score at minus 130. Um, they play the Eagles. It's just a terrible defense. I think DeAndre Swift can pass. He can catch. Like He can't pass. I mean, he maybe he can pass, but he, he, can catch, can he, can pass. he can run. And I think Dan Campbell just came out and said that they need to give him the ball more. Um, I think he's going to just completely shred that defense up, and I think a touchdown is definitely in the man's future.
0: 100 100 100%,
1: 100%. Um and then my other one is a parlay. Um it's more touchdown scores from a running back position which is Nick Chubb and Najee Harris both to score a touchdown. That's plus 243 on FanDuel. Um I I like we said we like the over in this game a lot. I think it's going to be raining a little bit in Cleveland so I expect the ground and pound. And um I think Nick Chubb scores most times the Browns win. And Najee Harris coming off a of bye week, they're going to find him ways to get the ball, whether it's in the passing game, whether it's rushing the ball. So I think those two to score a touchdown, I like that. I think both those bets are, are really, really, really solid. Come. Yeah. That means something.
2: Yeah, yeah, personally, I like the swift one a lot more than the parlay. I like Chubb to score, but just to be on the other side of things, I do worry a little bit about Najee getting phased out in this game, just because the Browns run D is basically the only defense they have right now. You mentioned no Denzel Ward. Um, so I think if anything, um, personally, I think this is going to be a huge Deontay Johnson game. And if, um, for touchdown scores, I think Claypool's about as solid as it gets for one two. So
1: that's just my input, but you know, I like it. Hey, we got to have both sides of the spectrum. That's right.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, so snaking it back around. On the comeback, I had one bet in, but I realized we're doing a lot of Lions-Evils bets, and I'm actually going to pivot here to one that I'm very passionate about for the week instead of one that I'm a little bit more certain of. The Jets losing? Uh, The Jets losing, yes. Just uh, Bengals-Money line. Now, uh, I have one here. This was very interesting this last week. Michael Carter for the New York Jets caught eight balls on nine targets, I believe. So obviously he's not going to be that efficient out of the backfield. His over under on yardage right now is set at 21 and a half with Mike White out there who chucked him the ball a lot this past week in the second half. Now I understand Mike White's going to have a full week of practice, you know, learning his receivers, being able to throw the ball down the field. But I really know that Cincinnati is going to zero blitz him a lot because they're just not confident in him. And I can see Michael Carter slipping out of the backfield and getting little five yard dink and dunk plays all day. And if he can just get a fraction of the amount of balls that he caught last week, it'll definitely be right around that line. And I really see it going over, especially with no Tevin Coleman this week. And he's out with a, uh, I think it's an illness. It's Ty Johnson. quad. Ty Johnson will be playing. Yes. But Michael Carter has definitely become the feature back in that offense. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to look up his snap percentage really quick. Uh, This most previous week, he played
2: 72% of the snaps. Prior to their week six bye, he played 52% of the snaps and 51% of the snaps.
0: And really quick, like when you're when you're thinking about a running back, a lot of those screen plays, all it takes is one screen to work. And he basically gets 75% of the yards that he needs. And I can definitely see the Jets running three or four screens to him throughout the course of the game. They don't want Mike White trying to force the ball deep. Yeah.
2: I love that one. Um Like you said, Mike White showed his tendency to dump it down, even if he gets half of his catches, so four catches, even if it were three catches. I think he's talented enough to get over, what, 21 and a
0: half. Yeah, he's really good on the second effort, too. Very good on the second effort.
2: He could very well, like you said, on those screen passes, he could get it in one catch. But we don't
1: want Mike White throwing over 219 yards now.
0: Oh, don't worry. If Wilson struggles to throw for, like, 250, 260, then he's not going to throw for 220. 210.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be so shocked if he gets over 200. It, it doesn't matter how much garbage time's out there. Like, I don't think he's going to have any ability to move the ball.
0: 100%. Um,
2: the, that moves me into my last player prop of the evening. Um, I love this one too. This one is Chris Godwin, over 74 and a half receiving yards um, against the New Orleans Saints. So, uh, the New Orleans Saints, they've given up the second least rushing yards per game to running backs this season, only 55 and a half yards. Um, so that's telling me, you know, the Bucks are most likely going to have to abandon the run game in this one, um, at least between the tackles. They might get, you know, Lenny involved in the passing game like they've been doing, but mostly it's going to be through the air in this game if they want to win. Um, the Saints have given up the seventh most receiving yards um, per game to wide receivers. Um, Antonio Brown is out for this one. Gronk could be limited or knocked back out of this game uh, with his rib injury and his age. And then lastly, Marshawn Lattimore um, is matched up with Mike Evans, and Mike Evans has notoriously disappeared against the Saints. Um, Last season he went for one catch for two yards and a touchdown week one against the Saints. And then later that season he went for four catches for 64 yards against Marshawn Lattimore. So I think this is going to be the Chris Godwin game, you know, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities for like eight catches in this one, the line, I'm sure it'll shift a little bit, but I play this one up to 79 and a half uh, to be safe. But if I'm I'm feeling risky, I'd still probably play this one up to about 84 and a half. At that point, we might as well go to a hundred bomb. Yeah, I think he's going to, I think he's absolutely going to torch this defense. Um, Like it wouldn't be safe to play, it, but if it was set at 99 and a half, I really wouldn't feel that risky playing that one. I think it's almost a guarantee.
1: Did you guys yeah. see last week a uh, fan duel? I don't know what we'd call him a better place. I think it was a four or five leg parlay of it was AJ Brown over a hundred yards Jamar chase over a hundred yards, Chris Godwin over a hundred yards. And then like two other players, it was $5 to win 24,000 bucks, man. Oh,
2: like
1: just wow. a hundred games. Like that's not terrible. Let's get that guy on the show. Yeah, for sure. We Seriously.
0: Do. All right. Before we close it out, really quick, I had a little mini surprise segment for the guys. We're just gonna yeah. do money line winner on every okay. game, just really quick, really quick. Yeah. I want your choices? No explanation. Just give me winners. Oh yeah, I'm not explaining. Dolphins at Bills. 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 Panthers at Falcons. 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 Eagles at Lions. Lions. Titans Titans at Colts. Titans. Yeah, Titans. Rams at Texans. Rams. Texans. I'm just kidding. Rams. (laughs) Uh, Bengals at Jets. Bengals. Bengals. Steelers at Browns. Browns. Remember, Steelers off a bye. Give me the Browns. Give me the Browns. Niners at Bears.
1: No Matt Nagy, man. Give me the Bears.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That
0: would be a headline. No matter what, Matt
2: Nagy loses this week. (laughs) Hearing the Bears come out of your mouth right there just gave me a little shiver up my spine. I can't do it, man. I got to go with the Niners.
1: Peter, you're a tiebreaker.
0: All right, give me the Bears.
1: Oh,
0: I love that. You got to bet the narrative. You have to bet the narrative. That's right, Peter. Jaguars at Seahawks Dude, give me the Jags
2: That's what I'm saying Give me James I say that too Give me the Jags Let's go Uh, uh,
0: Only, you know Two second explanation I know I said no explanations Uh, Seahawks are at home Very hard to win there And I think they've lost Three straight there That's the only thing I will say You know, Smith playing Exactly Uh, Patriots See, the narratives are in place For either way They're there They're there the Patriots at Chargers. Chargers. Char- Chargers. The football team at the Broncos. Broncos. Dang, that's going to be close. They got I'll Jerry take- Judy back. Yeah, I'll take the Broncos. I will take the Broncos as well. Bucks at Saints. Jameis revenge game? huh? anybody? I want to go with Tampa. I'll take the Bucks. <laughs> I'll take the Bucks too. Uh, now, I know this one's conditional, but if you had to pick right now, Right now, today, what's the pick? The Vikings at Minnesota.
1: The
2: Vikings. I like the Vikings too. Yeah.
0: Giants at Chiefs. The Chiefs. Chiefs. Big time.
1: So, Peter, a dollar to win what?
0: A dollar to win 979. Let's roll. DMP parlay. It's in. We'll split it three ways if it wins. That's right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, thanks, everybody, for following us with our bets. Remember, you are winning so far if you're with us. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Anything before we get off tonight? Cross your fingers. Hope the bets win. That's right. Win some money. All right. Let's win some money, but even more so, let's enjoy watching some football. That's this right weekend. Right. Good luck in your matchups. Good luck with your bets. Dynasty Monarchy logging off. We will be posting a new show next Wednesday fantasy analysis and then Saturday night or Sunday morning our bet B episode comes out so check us there Apple podcast Spotify pod follow us on Twitter do whatever you got to do leave a like give somebody a hug today that you love figure something out this is good <laughs> keep telling them I'm rambling all right thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you soon thank you for listening to the dynasty monarchy podcast Fancy some fantasy advice? Tweet or DM at DynastyMonarchy on Twitter. Until next time, farewell my fellow kings and queens!